0: Welcome to the Soul Service Podcast. I'm your host, Anastasia Burtnick. I am a spiritual life coach, energy healer, and psychic medium on a mission to help you heal, awaken, and expand your light and consciousness. If you are a spiritual seeker ready to learn, grow, and live and breathe your purpose here on this earth, you are in the right place, my friend. Together, we are gonna dive deep into opening our hearts, healing our shadows, connecting with our souls, and erasing our vibes, so you can live your best life ever. Let's dive in. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Soul Service Podcast. As always, it is such an honor to be here with you today. So on today's episode, I have a treat for you because you've gotten a lot of solo episodes with me. And today we actually have a special guest who is uh, coming on the podcast. His name is Sean Zimmer, and he is also known as the Viking for his raw masculine presence. And Sean is an entrepreneur and life coach whose mission it is to help people live true to themselves and become their best, to create authentic, loving, happy, and successful people wherever he can. And he leads by example and guides his clients to live by the nine Viking values of courage, truth, honor, Fidelity, discipline, hospitality, self reliance, industriousness, and perseverance. So, Sean is a really incredible, incredible man. I am very grateful to call him a very good friend of mine. And I hope you enjoy this episode. You know, normally my interviews go for about an hour, and I think this one is close to two hours, which I know is a long time, but the conversation and just the flow of everything is so good and so juicy. I cannot wait to dive into the episode with you. And so, you know, we start off giggling um for some reason we had a really nervous energy and we got to do this interview in person which was really fun but we had a bit of a nervous energy to start and then we got into a good flow but we definitely giggled and I decided to leave a little bit of that in there for you so that you can enjoy um some raw real behind the scenes uh stuff as we uh, as we start the podcast so Without further ado, let us jump into this amazing podcast with Sean Zimmer. We are going to talk about life, spirituality, freedom, oh, just a little bit of a little bit of everything. And Sean is truly incredible. And um, I can't wait for you to get to know him a little bit better. So let's dive in. Hey Sean, <laughs> welcome. I, okay, guys, I'm gonna I'm gonna include this a little bit in the podcast. I keep laughing, <laughs> so this is our our good intro. But Sean, welcome to the Soul Service Podcast. It is a pleasure to have you here. Um, I've been wanting to sit and chat with you and actually. Get you on the podcast since I met you, mm-hmm. so um, I'm really happy that you're you're here today. So I'm thank happy, you and welcome.
1: I'm happy to be here. Thanks, Anastasia. I appreciate it. No, it's good. I've been looking forward to this and doing this with you. So it's uh, it's an honor for me to be here. Obviously, we've had a chance to get to know each other the last yes. six weeks. So. Yeah. happy happy to sit down now finally and do this yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah. and
0: uh for those of you for those of you listening at home we're actually doing in person and i haven't done an in person since like episode five so it's been a while so it's a little bit different energy but it's uh it's good this is a i think a real treat yeah so, yeah, yeah yeah happy to
1: have it yeah We got some fur animals joining us here as well so you mm-hmm. might hear them crawling around the background here <laughs> <laughs>
0: (laughs) Not a problem. They always add so much life and joy.
1: (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And I'm an open book. So whatever we want to talk about today, I'm at your disposal.
0: Perfect. Perfect. Well, what I'd like to do is um, just get to know you a little bit and have our our listeners get to know you. So just, I'd love to know more about kind of your story, your background, um, Mm. some things you've been through and and how you got to where you are today.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, It's definitely been a, a long journey and big many parts of the story as many people have everybody Mm -hmm. has their own story their own reality that's formed from it um I guess rewind back from uh where I'm originally from being a small town just outside of Ottawa Mm -hmm. about 45 minutes outside of Ottawa grew up in a little country town I can't recall the population I think it's under 2000 so a pretty small place yeah Yeah, a pretty small place and I uh definitely grew up quite rebellious um used to you know, actually, one of the first things that I became an addict on was stealing. Mm,
2: okay. I,
1: I, I got addicted to the adrenaline rush of stealing in yeah. my little country town, and I started by, you know, rummaging through cars and stealing stereos. Ended up being that guy at school with the locker full of stereos, selling to the kids a few grades older, and that progressed to Grand Theft Auto at a certain point to a quite an extensive degree. Mm-hmm. And finally, my uh, days of uh, <laughs> terror and doing so came to a halt from an arrest and um, got a lucky break, mm-hmm. which now looking back at that in uh, my spiritual journey, which I'm sure we'll get into, mm-hmm. um, has been shown was uh, a hand of greater forces. What happened on a, a detective that took my case, um, took me out and we went uh around town showing him where I've ditched things in different fields so he could recover, you know, some boats and motorcycles and different vehicles. Mm -hmm. And um, then he decided that he was going to give me a a lucky break, a second chance. My dad had had moved to Winnipeg two years prior, Mm -hmm. um, which wasn't somewhere I wanted to go. So I stayed um, with my mom. And then this detective said, all right, There's your dad sitting on that porch there. You haven't seen him for two years. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: He has a ticket for you to move to Winnipeg within 48 hours from now. You move, we'll call this all clear. And we'll just wipe it off your record and give you a second chance. Or you can face your five to 10 and your 17. You'll be tried as an adult right away. They'll put you through the system. So here I am in Winnipeg now. And that's Mm -hmm. what got me here. And um, I didn't... uh, didn't smarten up right away. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I went through, uh, yeah, quite a few, quite a few, uh, lessons the hard way we'll see. And, um, yeah. as, as many of us do, right. Right. And finally started smartening up and I started a construction company at the age of 18. I'm pretty ambitious actually, after doing landscaping for a few months, I mm-hmm. picked up on it very quick and the individual I was working for had just started his company and pretty well put me in charge of, uh, the whole job site and i learned quickly like hey i could do this myself so i took 500 dollars i had to my name and printed a bunch of flyers mm-hmm. i picked up a trailer for about 200 that shouldn't have been on the road um put a hitch on my willing girlfriend's car
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: went and put these flyers out of my bicycle all over winnipeg pritchard farm charleswood the nicer areas where i wanted to work
2: yep.
1: and fast forward 10 years and you know, a couple of crews, uh, ended up winning a couple of consumer choice for best landscape contractor in Manitoba. So wow. did quite well with the name of the company. Um, mm-hmm. as I did become quickly an individual who always liked to deliver quality attention to detail. Yeah. Um, very precise. I'm a perfectionist, which is, uh, one of my biggest downfalls, actually something mm-hmm. that I'm really working on lately. Um, yes, yeah, so it's a blessing <laughs> and a curse. Exactly. Um, and then that, uh, but despite, you know, doing really well with the name on it, I did really terrible at building company culture um, and staff together. You know, I had no look of I'm paying 50% more than all the other companies. So crack the whip, work, work, work. And uh, it didn't work out very well. I had turnover every year, new, new staff every year. So 10 years in, it was uh, really taking its toll on me. Um, you know, I would start in the morning. At whatever 6 a.m., start loading the truck, get to the job site by 7, work on the tools with the guys for 10 12 hours. You know, we'd be doing various jobs like patios, driveways, you know, waterfalls, outdoor kitchens, kind of mm-hmm. anything like brick or sod or rock gardens, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, then after 10 12 hours on site, I would drive around town, do two or three estimates meet potential clients, you know, show them products, measure their yard, go home, say hi to my daughter quickly. I had, uh, who's now eight years old at the time she would have been, you know, just a couple of years. And uh, then I go on the computer and do designs and estimates till one in the morning and do it all over again. Mm-hmm. So after 10 years of that, I became a real a-hole. <laughs> I was, <Okay. laughs> uh, I was not a nice person to be around. I was very grumpy, yeah. very controlling, um, mm-hmm. very agitated, quick to, quick to snap. Yeah, And I decided, you know, that's that's just not who I want to be. Um, My father leaving um, us children when I was younger made it so I was the opposite. I wanted to be and was dedicated to being a very overly involved father, um, which has led to quite a few things that I'll get into. So that wasn't working for me. So I decided to take a break and I wanted to go work on my anger issues. So I took a position with the railroad, CN Rail working on the rail gang, throwing a 16 pound sledgehammer all day long for miles and miles and miles. Well, some days we didn't do any work, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there was a good, there was a good days of work there. And and that worked though. Um, I ended up uh, transitioning to a different position as a foreman there um, up in Atacokan, Ontario, just by Thunder Bay, beautiful country. Mm. And I was out there um, with a really slack job. I actually got to pretty well, just walk around the woods naked all day and go fishing, and hunting with my dog. It was oh, great. Right. Yeah, well, I shouldn't say quite naked. I had a cowboy hat on, cowboy boots, and my SKS on my back. So, I have a few pictures of that summer actually. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll put them in detail somewhere. But <laughs> 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 it, uh, it, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was great times, but you know, in that process, it worked for what I was going after to work on my anger issues. Um, but I lost my entrepreneurial fire and I realized that heart. I'm an entrepreneur that was a that was a that was one of those punches of a hey this is your direction it was Mm -hmm. kind of the first of an understanding on that um which was great and then in that process I had lost my license um and where I was working was a nine-hour drive away I would go there Monday to Friday drive back on the weekends to be with my daughter Mm -hmm. so that wasn't going to work anymore so I came back to Winnipeg uh left the railroad and got, and I was always actually sorry, I of skipped that. I, my dad got me into being a personal trainer. Um, <laughs> don't mind the rustling in the back of the cat here. <laughs> my dad got me into personal training, which is something I did part time always around my construction company. Mm-hmm. And then, so when I lost my license, like, all right, let's get in the online space. Um, I had actually just gotten finally on Instagram. I was one of those guys that was against social media, um, mm-hmm. would really hated on it. I had Facebook just for my family in Ottawa on a connected for pictures and everybody's all, oh, you know, you gotta get, gotta get an Instagram, Instagram, Instagram. I was like, no. And then finally, of course, the interest of a fair young lady got me uh, finally on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> and um, that is what led to actually, shortly after getting on Instagram, I would take uh, videos of my daughter and I doing things and take a screenshot from the video. Mm-hmm. And there was this one time we were going out for a hunt, a grouse hunt. Uh, grouse is pretty chickens here bush chickens. And there was a flat tire on the car, the Mm -hmm. Jimmy and JC. My daughter was super ecstatic to change the tire. So I was, I got to capture this moment. I set up my phone on video, recorded it, took a screenshot, put that on social. And somebody made a meme from that. I still don't know to this day who Mm -hmm. they made a meme that millions and millions of people have seen. Most people listening have probably seen across their social media at some point. Which led me into creating more. I saw a place for that to get in as a positive parenting influencer, I guess you could say. Seeing the messages I got of dad say, "Hey, I could step it up," you know, seeing a more masculine man do things like that with his daughter. Um, you know, there was times where we we're having fairy tea parties and stuff, and yeah. um, which was great, made a massive impact. So, in transition, having that influence on social media, I saw the opportunity for losing my license to start doing online personal training. Mm-hmm which I quickly learned I hated. Um, I had a lot of people throw money at me and just not show up um, and yeah. not you know, follow through with it. Maybe they're just infatuated, wanted to talk to me, um, which at first I was like, oh, that's great, free money.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But I quickly realized, no, that left me feeling empty. That yeah. um, was the opposite direction for my purpose. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I was quickly just like, okay, this isn't right. And then not too long after, I got involved in a network marketing company. Mm-hmm. Um, and as I always do with everything, I take things seriously. So I looked at how to do sales the best way, which was building rapport. Mm-hmm. I had the, you know, a lot of familiarity on my side for the memes. So I put in my Facebook profile, that data and those memes. And uh, in that process, um, I had a lot of people send me friend requests on Facebook. Mm-hmm. So I went through a process of asking them, you oh, know, what inspired you to connect with me and then chat with them, get to know them. And in that process, I discovered how many people were suffering and in yeah. pain and have the wrong outlook on life. And I'm a massive self-development junkie read almost a couple books a week. So I was like, well, I'm not going to talk to these people about supplements. Let me give you my analogy. I pulled from this book or that book. Mm-hmm. And uh, in doing so, I made a really big impact and it started feeding a massive fire within my heart. Yeah. And that is where it led me to becoming a life coach individuals started coming to me for advice word got out and uh, I realized that was my true purpose passion just driven so largely and uh so I made business out of it
2: mm-hmm.
1: and uh now here we are today you know there's a few more things that have happened from there but that's what I do now um well, obviously, we're doing quite a few other things now. Yeah. Uh, my businesses have been put aside with what's going on in the world today. Um, and there's a few other things in a spiritual journey that confirmed that was my purpose and whatnot. So
0: mm-hmm.
1: in a nutshell, large nutshell, that's, that's a bit about me.
0: Well, thank you so much, Sean, for for. Telling us your story, like I, I'm, you know, we've had one talk so far that's been a little bit on the deeper side, Mm -hmm. but I didn't know as much about you as I just found out. So thank you for being so open and honest. Yeah, absolutely. You, you've been on a really incredible journey, like truly. Um, and I, I really love that you have taken all of that adversity and all of those mistakes that you've made in life, and you haven't just let them like ruin your life Mm -hmm. so many people they get they get caught up in their mistakes they get they get Mm -hmm. caught up in victimhood and instead of letting yourself get caught up and I'm sure there's probably times when you have been but you you've continued to actually move it forward and now I know you're stepping into this huge role of service and um, I know we didn't touch on it or you haven't touched on it yet but um, Sean is also incredibly um, just this just this incredible freedom fighter And you're standing Mm -hmm. up for so much right now, and you're really leading from all fronts. Mm -hmm. From from, at least from what I see Mm -hmm. of you, and and from what I've gotten to know of you. So yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's incredible.
1: And you're right. The adversities have definitely been there, as we all face in our own right way. Um, And trust me, there's many times I got hit pretty far down rabbit holes that I didn't want to go down. Mm
2: -hmm. Um,
1: You know, entertain many addictions in my life um, that I've been I'm very grateful to get past and that's actually what makes me quite good at what I do um, because I've experienced a lot of different things you know I help a lot of people with different addictions relationship issues you know building businesses um, getting into that proper mindset where one of the beautiful things about the amount of adversities I've faced and learning the hard way is now when I see adversities it's a lot easier for me to look at them with excitement
2: You Mm -hmm. know, because I know every
1: adversity you face has a seed of equivalent or greater success.
2: Yeah.
1: That seed, though, needs to be planted, needs to be cared for. And often the fruit or flower that comes from such said seed is not always for you, Mm -hmm. right? And that's kind of the cycle of life. We're here to take our passions and talents and experiences and put them together to become our best and help other people do the same.
2: Yeah. And give
1: that gift away, right? So, yeah. So, yeah, that's led me uh, to where we're at now. Um, I definitely, you know, a lot of synchronicity lately when we're looking at the freedom fighting and what's been happening mm-hmm. in, in just discussion on what I've gone through, what I put myself through mm-hmm. um, <laughs> and the tough skin that has developed. You know, I've had the troubles with the law, which has helped now as we're taking a stand and I'm having troubles with the law again, right? And, and I have that tough skin to be able to deal with it without fear. And obviously as well, compassion, to relate with the people that are coming at our home here and being vulnerable mm-hmm. and opening up and yeah. me understanding as going through such similar things as well.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And as well with my life coaching, seeing, you know, marriages being split right now because opposite stances on what we're seeing right now with yeah. what's going on in the world, um, friendships, families being torn apart. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, you know, those are real adversities right now, big time. Um, also a beautiful thing, um, not necessarily the families are being torn apart, but the families that are being built and, yes. and grown from, from nothing right yeah. now. Right. We have people going two ways really right now. Um, many people are scared, obviously, but we have mm-hmm. a lot more people who are just not willing to fight and go along and get along. Right. We live in a superficial world. Everybody's yeah. stuck in just social media, you know, creating content, creating an image of themselves to be light mm-hmm. instead of being liked for who they truly are, yeah. right, right, I um, like, oh, have you know, that got more likes, okay, I'll do that, right, or, you know, this filter, that filter, right, so, so far from where humanity should be, um, and now we're seeing mm-hmm. a lot of those individuals continue on that path, um, which is not going to pay them very well, and then we have a lot of individuals like yourself and myself who were starting mm-hmm. from scratch, families torn apart, but we're, we're making new families, and yeah. we're standing up boldly on who we are, regardless of the crowd. And being our individual selves you know striving to be better yeah. but um growing and and being who we are which is amazing and being weird at the same time right <laughs> lauren actually one of the attendees at boot camp i love it stay weird she's getting that tattooed actually right away it's nice. uh, yeah i like that saying stay weird be yourself be you yeah mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. I always say, let your freak flag fly. Let your
1: freak flag fly. I love that. <laughs> I love that. It's a bit of a that. tongue twister too. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, as I see the flags, the Canada flag we got waving in the background here, mm-hmm. standing up for quite a lot in this country right now, which yeah, I'm sure we'll get into for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. That's obviously what's brought us here today.
0: Yes. Yeah. And yeah, I mean that's the reason why we we even know each other is because of all the freedom fighting and and the things that you've been doing to bring people together. Um, had it not been for that, I wouldn't even know you and you wouldn't be on the podcast. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so I, I think it's really just beautiful all around.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, I got to say to your listeners too, Anastasia here is a beautiful, beautiful individual outside mm-hmm. and in Like it's been a blessing getting to know you. you. Yes. We've had uh, some great time. Me barking at you at boot camp here, <laughs> but as well, we've had some time to just interact and enjoy conversation and yeah. get on a deeper note as well, conversing on a deeper side, more soul searching and spiritual mm-hmm. adventure as well now, which is, really nice yeah yeah yeah
0: thank you (laughs) i'm gonna cry guys (laughs) (laughs) um yeah oh it's i'm i'm just always so in awe of how spirit brings people together Mm -hmm. and just how we can connect and. You know, one thing I'm really grateful for. So over over the past year, I mean, there's been so many, so much adversity. There has been so much division, division and separation. And you know, I'm really grateful for the the friends that I have had and the community that I am building and continue to build. And mm. that what you've been building here with with boot camp. And um, for those of you uh, who don't know uh, what we're doing, so um, Sean has been running um, basically freedom fighter boot camp. So part of it is to Improve your health because mm-hmm. health and fit, health and fitness and and your your mental health, all of that and, and community is so important mm-hmm. for um, for the way forward and and for just our overall being. Um, you know, if, if we're missing those components of mental health, if we're missing those components of physical health, of community. We're gonna be in this um, this energy of sickness. Mm -hmm. And at some point it's going to be mental sickness. It's going to be physical sickness, um, Mm -hmm. and spiritual sickness. And, and and the isolation is so, um, it's so detrimental. I think Mm -hmm. that's out of everything. I think the isolation is the, the hardest thing that people are struggling with because we're being like, we're, we're social, beings and mm-hmm. and we're meant to connect with each other we're meant to have physical touch we're meant to have like hugs and community and we're meant to share everything including germs 100 mm-hmm. <laughs> yes yes and, yes <laughs> yeah and when that when that is taken away it, it cuts us off and it actually cuts us off from our soul because we have soul connections with people yeah. and, and you can feel and, and the more intentional you are about this you can actually connect heart to heart with someone mm-hmm. so it's really uh, amazing what you're what you're doing with the boot camps because yes there is the physical health aspect and and you are guiding us and you've offered nutrition services and everything like that but the community part and encouraging people to stand up and you know every single boot camp I mean you have a message for uh-huh. for us and 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 you're you're teaching us you're guiding us uh-huh. you're being that strong leader that we absolutely need in this world because so many of our strong leaders have been taken out over time uh-huh.
2: Uh-huh. Um,
0: because being strong is seen as is seen as bad and, mm-hmm. and aggressive yes. and, and all of these things but it, that's that's not actually true mm-hmm. no so.
1: no yeah well, we've obviously seen an attack you know on masculinity for mm-hmm. many many years um term toxic masculinity all of us have heard there's definitely toxic people um you know i wouldn't label masculinity as toxic uh, mm-hmm. um, it's definitely a requirement you know there's there's needed um, attributes and values from each individual of all sorts that add to society. And as you said, you know, the isolation is one of the most detrimental things to our people right now. And mm-hmm. another thing that I was prepared for, um, being in Winnipeg now for 18 years, I have not connected with my tribe. Um, you know, I also went from being you know in and out of the uh, of the slammer overnight to starting my business and working around the clock. So I wasn't really available Mm -hmm. to connect on a friendship level beyond business. Um, And then after that, you know, I secluded myself out with the railroad really kept to myself and then coming back, um, losing my license and just in my home working online, sure i had connections conversation online but really no physical interaction with with human beings mm-hmm. um which the first three years of that i really enjoyed and i saw how much it strengthened me yeah it was a necessity for me mm-hmm. um especially you know being an individual growing up before um, the story that i started i lived in, in somebody else's shoes. You know, I was mm. the best friend of the most popular kid at school, a massive high school. Yeah. Uh, the individual actually had, I think, four or five brothers. They were each the popular kid in the grade uh, that they're in. So I really lived in his shadow. Um, mm. And so having that time to myself was, was a really important thing. But after three years, I realized the last two years of it i'm like okay this is not good this is going too far i'm, mm-hmm. I'm losing you know social skills um i don't even know how to interact with people anymore mm-hmm. um and then i was asking um god which i tell you i've only been a man of god for just about a year actually august 18th was mm-hmm. my first encounter um and i've been asking uh, the universe will say for friendship and, um, one of the things I realized, I made a Twitter post about this the other day, you know, God has given me everything I've asked for once I've shown him I'm ready. Yeah. And when I was saying I'm ready, I want friendships. And then COVID came, um, and, the, the lockdowns, right. The two mm-hmm. weeks to flatten the curve. And I instantly saw on Facebook just two days in how much people were not mentally capable, ready to handle the isolation. Two mm-hmm. days in, two days in seeing posts on Facebook. And I was, yeah. uh, and that's when I really became worried for humanity um, and realized, oh, you know, intuitively, I had a feeling that we were a lot more than two weeks to flatten any curve mm-hmm. um, right off the bat. Yeah. So that's, uh, yeah, the isolation, as you said, is, is really important. So, you know, at boot camp here, obviously, I decided enough was enough. Um, when we were told, you know, you couldn't gather with more than one person outside your household, businesses still shut down. Um, I've been out of personal training for many years. I used to do boot camps once upon a time and decide, hey, I got what, 150, 200 feet of uh, frontage property on one of the busiest streets in Winnipeg.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Let's open up a camp, let's make a public stand, show businesses that they can open, and show people that they can unite and stand for their God-given rights and freedoms,
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, which is something that has been taken for granted, and that's, uh, yeah. you know, we look at what has happened with social media, um, you know, instant deliveries, all the instant gratification in life. That's why even as a life coach, I see a lot of people just not mentally prepared to overcome the adversities that they need to overcome to mm-hmm. become the individual they're meant to be, yeah. and, um, you know, there's only so much of that we can do in life. Um, until the universe finally says, "All right, get over, slap you, punch you right in the face, kick you in the arse," and I've had that a few times. I was actually losing my license was one of those things. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Okay, my son, you've gone ten years in the wrong direction. Get over here now, mm-hmm. <laughs> right?" Um, which was, you know, losing my license one of the biggest blessings in the skies. That was actually a huge identity crisis for me as well, though, because mm-hmm. being an individual that kept to myself, all I did was take my, you know. 14 inch lifted truck and did what they're meant to do, not a pavement princess. I would go mudding all day, get it yeah. stuck, <laughs> hook up the winches. And this was just me and my dog or me and my daughter go target shooting all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I was a big, big on target shooting. I absolutely loved it. And I lost both my driver's license and my gun license at the same time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So when I was taken from me, I really identified with those things. Yeah, I
0: understand and that. That
1: was a huge shift for me. And that was the beginning of me bringing my ego down. It was very humbling. That's something, you know. We always got to keep in check. Actually, one message I got before, um, with everything I have, and it and it even speaks so much loudly, louder now. I'm thinking about it as a message I got last year, um, that came to me from Greater Powers, which was it's exciting, but be careful, run with it, but don't get lost in it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Ego is the enemy. Obstacle. The obstacle is the way. And ego. Everybody has an ego and it does have a yeah. purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to keep that little thing in check though. Mm-hmm. Um, and that message now, when I look at what's going on, you know, as people, what we're doing here, given a place for people to confide in, yeah, you know, the workout as, as Anastasia said, is, you know, that's the cherry on top. We really need to become healthy. But the biggest thing we're doing here is well, as I expressed, you know, it's a big F you in the face of these restrictions that we have showing, Hey, we can take a stand. Mm-hmm. We are not your slaves. And three, one of the biggest things is it's a place for people to be vulnerable um, and a place for people to stand up for themselves and show that, hey, yes, you're going to experience that negative projection when you're sharing what you're doing here online from people who feel inadequate Mm -hmm. with themselves because they won't stand up for their God-given rights and freedoms. They're not scared of the um, thing floating around the air. They're just scared of having everything taken away as they have and they want it back um, and they're willing to give up instead of standing up. And Mm -hmm. We experience that negative projection from those inadequate feelings, right? For those people who just want to take the quote unquote easy way, which I would not consider it that, um, but in some terms I would. And then here, what we're building at boot camp is the positive projection, showing yeah. people, hey, there are people you can stand with and they're not, they're not going to name call you on social media for doing this. They're mm-hmm. actually going to give you real support, real share their heart with you and share themselves with you, mm-hmm. which is a beautiful thing that I've seen here. And that process, you know, what we're doing, I have people calling me a hero, a legend, all these different things, which I'm not. And that is something, you know, we have to, talking on ego, have to keep in check, right? Mm-hmm. Um, when you have people, you got to remember, you know, the Dom Miguel Ruiz has a book, the four agreements. There's a fifth agreement as well. I live by them. And one of them is don't take anything personally. Um, and that is everything in life is a projection. Everybody projects, even Mm -hmm. me, my coaching is a projection from things I've experienced. When I chat to somebody out of concern, it's a projection from what I've experienced.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: So we have bad projection, feelings of inadequacy, right? We have to remember, don't take it personally. That is that individual's problem. Mm -hmm. And then even the positive projection and, and the ego strokes, you got to not take those personally, right? You got to keep yourself in check, right? It's exciting, but be careful run with it, don't get lost in it, mm-hmm. ego is the enemy, so that's something that's really resonated with me as, uh, as we go along right now, what we're doing, pulling these people together, yeah, we have the boot camps, almost one every day now,
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, we started them for free, we do have donations, but it's just a way to get everybody together healthy, and as we said, you know, build communion and, and show, hey, you can, you can be yourself. You can be yourself and take a stand and that's okay. And that's actually what we need and what we need to show our children. Yeah. And now we have the freedom fire we're doing every second week for everybody to get to know each other a little more and axe throwing. And we had the three stand-up comedians come. That was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We got our next one coming up next week. We do our bike ride now. And geez, there's walks coming together. There's lots, lots of stuff. Communities coming together right now. Mm-hmm. It's it's a beautiful thing right now. Um, you know, in and I believe what we're seeing in the world today is for that. You know, when you look at it on a greater spiritual level, I believe it is here to do a reset and bring Mm -hmm. humanity back within us Mm -hmm. and have people live to be themselves again. You know, like I said, we have a lot of people going the wrong way away from that, but we have a lot of people just coming into who they are and find their tribe by truly being who you are, right? Don't pretend to be someone so you're liked, be yourself, and the right people will love you Mm
2: -hmm. instead
1: of the wrong people liking you.
2: Yeah, for absolutely.
1: not even who you are, right? Yeah. We we pretend to be somebody else, so people will like a version that we aren't even. It's it's a wild wild world we live in. I got trapped in it
0: before as well mm-hmm. at some at some points. Yeah. yeah, I've been trapped in it too, yeah. and I I usually. Mm-hmm. I started saying, telling myself, like, take me or leave me. Like, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't care. <laughs> like,
1: exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You see me, I'm, I'm hollering at Yeah, <laughs> doing, you know, I don't care. Yeah. Um, you don't like me. That's fine. Um, and I all, there's always room for improvement. So Absolutely. it doesn't mean don't discredit everything anybody says about, mm-hmm. Hey, maybe you could be a little bit better. Maybe you would be yeah. a little too weird, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but for the most part, just you gotta fully embrace your authentic self.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It's a beautiful thing when you do. absolutely beautiful thing yeah and uh in doing so you know following my purpose and understanding that um and moving to being an individual of complete selflessness to a certain degree to quite an extensive degree Mm -hmm. that's where now the universe really started talking to me it was like okay you know that saying when the student is ready the teacher will appear and present themselves and that's what's happened right when i completely made that transition over to putting people over myself. And don't get me wrong. I'm a, I have many aspirations. You know, I'm a huge muscle car buff. If I could Mm -hmm. easily spend a hundred million dollars on muscle cars right now, and I still want to someday, (laughs) but I am willing and happy to give all that up for people first and Mm -hmm. put everybody before me. And that was when August 18th of last year, I had greater powers come to me.
2: Mm.
1: Uh, I was in the process of actually deciding to quit life coaching, Uh, I am because I'm a very bold individual as you know um very direct I don't sugarcoat anything I'm not the donut factory I I, you come here to get straight advice and I have people come to me on social still asking for advice you know never planning to hire me that's fine I'm still here to help yeah and um a lot of people will come you know looking for like biased information you know like wanting just a confirmation on Mm -hmm. what they hope the problem is right and what because they don't want to do the inner work themselves and this is A lot of the times with parenting and I have people come to me, parents, and I, first thing I say, well, let's let's look at you. Let's assess you. What is the atmosphere that you're presenting and creating around your children? Mm -hmm. They're a mirror image of you in many ways. And a lot of people don't like that. And I've had a lot of people call me a effing asshole um, because they don't like what I told them. Mm -hmm. And I, a lot of those people will come to me months later with an apology and say, Hey, Sean, that's exactly what I need to hear. Thank you a lot, many don't, <laughs> um, just aren't willing or capable of, of, of receiving it. Mm-hmm. And there was this week where a few people, um, that happened with, and then this day, one woman, um, I just asked, you know, let's look at you and she called me a narcissistic, ale, hey, well, this and that. And I took a screenshot of the message and put it up on my story. I um, didn't name call or anything. I just said, Hey, this is not right. This is not how you interact with people. Mm-hmm. And I do that from time to time because and from experience with my coaching, a lot of people don't have skin as tough as I do.
2: Yeah. And
1: such a comment like that can break an individual,
2: mm-hmm.
1: break somebody and even make them commit suicide and leave their children behind. I've seen it. Yeah. So I will put people on blast. I won't name call them. I'll just say, Hey, this is not appropriate. And name showing. And when she saw that she got very, very irate. And it turned into this big thing. And that day, I said, you know what, Sean? I think you're doing more damage than good. Let's move away from life coaching. Let's get back into construction or something. And that was when God came to me that evening Mm -hmm. and said, no, my son, this is your purpose. I have a mission for you. Yeah. And you've been through the experiences that you've been through to have a tougher skin and a tougher approach because there's a message that I need you to share that many of my sons and daughters are sharing. And it needs to be expressed in different ways to connect with different people mm-hmm. and that opened up my eyes he showed me and that's why I made a relation to that detective that let me go for the second chance he showed me where he's been in my life the whole time yeah. walking with me you know mm-hmm. like that one saying I think where the foot where footprints disappear in the sand and it's that was when I was carrying yeah. something right that yeah. really touches feels with me on that one and I gotta tell you um before this somebody mentioned God And I was like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. You're crazy. You know, I wouldn't say that, but in here, one out the other, Mm -hmm. I didn't believe at all. Um, and that was ironic. Actually, is the week prior was that transition I made where I decided, okay, I'm putting people first. I made that transition just a week Mm -hmm. before. And then literally the day before I had a beautiful, amazing woman, Lori court a woman. I worked in that network marketing company with the mother hen, Mm-hmm. She's just an amazing individual across the, across the world in a different country than I am. Um, we connected We were one of the top 50 earners that went on a few big uh, trips with this company. And she has a couple of sons, well, one son and one that's kind of an adopted son that are just these brainchilds, like just an amazing family
2: mm-hmm.
1: and um, Christian and very um, faith-based.
2: Yeah.
1: And I hadn't spoken to Lori probably for six months. She calls me out of the blue and says, Sean, how are you do?" Great, Lori. Amazing to hear from you. Surprise, but amazing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'll cut right to the chase. You know, God came to me last night and said, there's an important mission he has for you and you need my help. And I was like, okay, yeah, Lori, I'm, no, I'm fine. You know, just brushing <laughs> it off right now. Yeah. I'm good. Thanks. Yeah. I appreciate you. How are you doing? Right. She's like, no, no, no. Like he said, it's very important. But no, I'm fine. You know, I got a little bit of financial issues right now, but everything's fine. You know, I was going to, I had a really, a couple of things happen. That was really, really bad financial position.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And she says, well, Sean, talk to me about your financial position. Come on, talk to me. Like, you know me, I, I you know, I, I do well. And she tells me, you know, she's got her catering business that she does well. She does well in her network marketing business. She says, you know what, Sean, since the pandemic started for shits and giggles, I started building squirrel houses and put them up online. And I made a hundred thousand dollars in the first week why well, let me give you some money.
2: Yeah.
1: So I ended up taking a loan from her, which was very humbling. I had to really swallow my pride,
2: but
1: mm-hmm. I just I, how everything came together though. Um, and then that was the night, the day later I experienced that, uh, presence um very very vividly and I was left with five names that night actually after the experience and I saved a few people's lives that night Mm -hmm. um there's still one individual I haven't been able to connect with actually so it was all very concreted in on a solid foundation of what I experienced was very real yeah um and this is the path for me and then now when I look at you know just in relation to that conversation I just shared as I think about it in terms of Lori saying there's a very important mission for you Mm -hmm. and I look at where we're sitting today yeah it's pretty important what we're doing right and as you say me being a leader standing up that's definitely what i'm doing one of the most beautiful things about it is i am helping other leaders come into themselves Mm -hmm. right we have a couple classes i can't start in where i'm putting other people in charge of right and we're putting people in positions where they are building that community and leading other individuals that will have that ripple effect of more leaders taking a stand right yeah when we're screaming from the mountaintops and any of you out there, you check my social media, you'll see me being a little more aggressive sometimes as I feel at this point, that is a message we very much need. Mm-hmm. Does not mean I don't have compassion and understanding for the people who are taking the steps to get there, who are have going through divorces because of this right now, families torn apart.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, I speak at the line's been dropped, the machete on the cutting board, right? You're on this side or that side. And you're following along you're enabling it whether you are for it or not right mm-hmm. and seeing these people stand up right now is huge because i'm not trying to speak to the individuals who are drank the kool-aid so to say
2: yeah
1: i'm speaking up to the individuals who aren't taking a stand even though their intuition is speaking very loudly to them
2: mm-hmm.
1: and helping them the sleeping lion so to say is the same that goes around to wake up and, yeah. and share their roar how it felt right
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely Mm
1: -hmm. it's been a beautiful thing
0: Mm -hmm. you've actually helped me stand up even more like i was um i was speaking out here and there but you know i had i had family lash out at me and say i'm the reason that we're not gathering for thanksgiving Mm -hmm. and just a whole a whole lot of judgment and um Every so often, I I would I would say something, and then I I personally would shrink back, Mm -hmm, and um, it was bringing up a lot of my old wounds. Mm -hmm. And and like I when I was young, I was bullied, and then in the in the military, I was after I was injured, I was like harassed, and it was it was not a great time for me. (laughs) It was really awful, and so I was really sensitive around um, around speaking my truth, and I kept feeling like my voice was being like overrun, and I wasn't strong enough. But you know, one of the things that you did that really switched things for me was you shared some negative comments and then you shared like screenshots of all of these really positive Mm -hmm. comments. I think it was after you got your first ticket actually. Yes, yes. And, um, you like, it showed like somebody donated $1,300 to you just Mm -hmm. out of the goodness of their heart to pay for that ticket. And, Mm -hmm. you know, that, that was like a turning point for me because I was like, okay, look, like, look at this, look Mm -hmm. at, look at the the, the negativity and then look at all of the good exactly. that's coming from it. So exactly. yes. for me, that was a huge turning point. And I was like, okay, I, I can do this. I can, I can step in and I can serve on a deeper level. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you've been even a leader and a guide for me in, in so many ways. And I'm, I'm really grateful for that because I wouldn't be as active as I am now. And I, I still have so much more that I can do. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You're, and that's it. And, you know, I touched base on that already in terms of, you know, that negative projection, how superficial or empty it is. Mm-hmm. Um, some name calling Yeah, h- hardly yeah. even in person. Um, the individuals will hardly even have the, the stones, let's say, to say such to you in person, just mm-hmm. keyboard words. And then you look yeah. at, the pause of projection and how deep it is and how mm. real it is, yeah. how meaningful, authentic, genuine individuals truly wanting to support you because they know that you have everybody's best interests at heart.
2: Mm-hmm. And that is
1: where I'm at, you know, and that's one of the biggest messages that I've had from God. I'll say, you know, sometimes I'll just say your first, to speak to everybody on that terms, but mm-hmm. is love thy neighbor as yourself. Yes, which has been one of the hardest things for me. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's where I speak often on the 90-10 rule, which is something I had to correct myself with uh, last year. You know, I started speaking up about, from day one, I'll say intuitively, no, this is wrong. When it was announced from day one, I said, survival of the fittest. You don't shut a world down for something like this. People are going to die. Hope they live a purposeful life. You know, Mm -hmm. we knew that the elderly were at risk. Okay, well, we could have put in measures to protect them with essential delivery services that were sanitized and and different ways to protect them. Right. And could have done, you know, pop-up centers with all the money we've spent out to get more nursing staff, more ICU beds Mm -hmm. and ventilators and all that kind of stuff that could have been permanent in all the community center parking lots. Right. So there's just so much that was wrong with it. Um, and I started speaking up shortly after. And I, at that time I was like, you know what, I'm doing more damage than good. People aren't ready to receive this. Um, they just think I'm crazy. Conspiracy theorist. So I pulled back and I wish I didn't, honestly, at this point, um, but things happen the way they did for a reason. Mm-hmm. But at that time, um, you know, talk about the 90-10 rule, what the 90-10 rule is, is 10% of our time and energy should be only focused on identifying problems.
2: Yeah.
1: What's the problem? What can it grow into? Done. Now, 90% of our time and energy focus on the solutions, 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 solutions. A lot of people have that backwards. Be lucky if they identify a solution and then they dwell about mm-hmm. the problem. They mm-hmm. talk, about, how's your day going? Huh? Oh, you know, this, that, this, problems, problems, problems. Yeah. You're telling the universe you want more problems and you're going to get more problems. Manifestation is a very fucking real thing. Mm-hmm. You're going to get more problems when you dwell on them and you're not going to get anywhere but sorrow, depression, um, you know, b- it, bad health, mental, physical. It's yeah. a, just a train wreck that dives down, right? Mm-hmm. And I found myself doing that. I was focusing more on the problems, consuming the content consistently, right? And that what you allow in your heart must flow out at some point. Mm -hmm. So if you allow all that bad energy in your heart, it's gonna come out. And it ended up coming out with judgment for me on people, Mm -hmm. hate, I was really, really getting angry. And then I got that message to love thy neighbor as yourself. And that's what I've been practicing quite a bit for the last eight months. And I'm really actually proud of myself on how far I've come with that. and, you know, I will say there's a video, if you ever look at my social media somewhere, if it's still up when you're listening to this, because mm-hmm. I'm sure it'll be taken down soon, but it, you know, I say, I love that neighbor's yourself. I want to slap you. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, yeah. and I, when I do that with myself as well, right. We, yeah. and again, back to not sugarcoating anything, right. Mm-hmm. I need to be direct and I keep myself in check. That's one of my most successful traits I think that I've implemented in the last year and a half, two years is that self-reflection consistently Mm -hmm. is always, you know, really evaluating who I've been, where's my efforts, you know, words, actions, thoughts, everything, where have they come from? Where have they derived from? What is the purpose of them? What is the goal of them? Is it for me? Is it for the greater good? Right. And so that's where I'm fighting for everybody right now, whether you hate me or praise me Um, doesn't matter. And I'm keeping my ego in check and I'm still using it to be a force as well Mm
2: -hmm.
1: and take a stance strong, right. And be that masculine presence that we need Mm -hmm. and show other men that yes, it is good to be manly. It is good to be different and separated from the crowd and stand boldly and tall and be a leader, a protector and provider who can reflect upon themselves and admit when they were wrong Mm
2: -hmm. and
1: adjust your course. That's a huge thing. You know, I think for anybody of great success. It's when being able to reflect and then admit when you're wrong and adjust course mm-hmm. and be humbled by it and keep going, get back up and go, right. Yeah. You're going to fall a lot of times in life, uh, many, many times, and you just keep getting up and keep falling until you're able to place yourself right where you need to be.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. We definitely need more people taking responsibility for themselves. hundred mm-hmm. yeah, percent. Yeah, absolutely. It's
1: Big time. Yeah, big time. You know, we're at now where we are in Winnipeg. The segregation's here, right? Mm-hmm. If uh, if you've gotten your uh, juice, you know, your double juice, double penetration, as <laughs> somebody <laughs> said on a, a podcast <laughs> I was doing yesterday, which, you know, you have to, at this point, we have to say different words because everything gets flagged, right? Which should be, you know, <laughs> a big red flag right there. Yeah. Um, but yeah in Winnipeg here if, if you've been double double done you can sit with people at the restaurant now if you haven't you can't sit with people outside your household uh, there's priority seating
2: mm-hmm. um,
1: actually if you haven't been uh, gotten the drugs you can't go to uh, um, concerts now the, yeah. the, the, the bomber game right we can't go sporting be. events yeah. uh, can't
0: even go to the human rights Museum can't go to the
1: humans right human right Museum that is that is something right the irony in yeah. that. Um, is is just wild so Mm -hmm. yeah so we've hit a point now where it is we're in very scary territory um and it's yeah we need people taking a stand against this and not supporting it and Mm -hmm. and luckily even people who are behind the drug um are not behind the segregation which is a beautiful thing to see um i I hope we see more of that and to me it it, one of the you know we all knew this was well many of us knew we were coming to this point Mm -hmm. I didn't think it would happen so fast. I thought we'd have a lot more pushback. And I also thought we'd have a lot more people, just what we were talking about, that reflect on, hey, I was calling this guy and these people conspiracy theorists a year and a half ago and hating on them and making fun of them. And now here we are just over a year later and everything they said has come true and we are living it. I am astonished by the lack of individuals who are not reflecting on that. Mm-hmm. and say holy shit i was wrong and what else am i wrong about
2: mm-hmm. with
1: my thought process on where we're going from here
2: yeah
1: and i need to change that that course right now because holy crap everything i call these people crazy for is here yes right and i'm that's where i'm just blown away
2: mm-hmm.
1: and it hurts my heart yeah thinking about it
2: yeah yeah
0: yeah It's, I don't, I don't, I don't even know. Mm -hmm. I don't even know what to say about that. It's just, it's, it's painful and it's really disheartening to see. And, you know, as an observer, I understand, I kind of understand it because I can see where people's wounds are, where people aren't willing to look at themselves. Mm -hmm. They're not willing to take responsibility. And, you know, we doesn't matter what happens in our lives we have to take responsibility mm-hmm. like even even for um, like my military injury for example mm-hmm. and then the harassment that i that i dealt with I have to take responsibility for my own role in that. Like I didn't speak up the way that I could have. I didn't ask for help. I didn't, I didn't do the things I, I shoved it all down. Mm -hmm. So although it, yes, it happened to me Mm -hmm. and there were lessons in it. There was also my own role within that. Extreme ownership. Yeah.
1: Extreme ownership. Jocko Willink writes a book about that. That's actually what changed my, my dynamic with my co-parenting with JC. JC's my daughter, her mom, Melanie. I took, I read that book. Great book. Great book, highly suggest extreme ownership. And there's a lesson in there on taking extreme ownership. Mm -hmm. Anything that doesn't go the way you want in life, where did you go wrong? You know, somebody didn't do something that you were instructing them to do. Where did you go wrong on instructing them, right? And Mm -hmm. when I look at this extreme ownership, now, number one, you need the outcome that you're going for to be lined up with the greater good first. Okay. Let's make sure it's not just about you. It's what's best for the greater good. Mm -hmm. and then look at it be okay you know this co-parenting situation isn't working i might rate by how this woman is being right i want to get angry at her but no no let's back it up take extreme ownership you sean advised instructed her on certain things try to get here on what would relate to you and for understanding and for you in conversation so let's rewind and look at how you can do it relate to this individual because that individual is not you and we all have our own perception of reality from our experiences in life and what Mm -hmm. we've done and seen so taking extreme ownership on that and yeah, where i could stand differently state things differently and yeah that really changed my life and that's what you just said there really Mm -hmm. you know hit that note on extreme ownership with me on that reflection you made in terms of your injury yeah yeah
0: absolutely Mm -hmm. it's it's really really powerful and you know another another part of this too is just because you are taking responsibility for your role in things, and just because you are having more understanding for people and relating to people in different ways, and 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 loving thy neighbor, it doesn't mean that you condone their actions. No, no, and,
1: not at all. No. Yeah. No, there's um, you know, there's a one of the, I have a course called the Twenty-Five to Life Challenge, and it's you know a, a collection of exercises that I do um, with my clients individually and it's also in a virtual program they can do it's something i suggest doing a repetition um you know just like if you're trying to build muscle you got to work out consistently mm-hmm. in yeah. repetition you got to eat the right food in repetition you want to burn fat you don't just hit the treadmill once and it's all you got you gotta show up you gotta come to boot camp uh, uh, consistently a couple of times a week right same goes with our mind mm-hmm. right you read something that related with you great read it again and do it again and take action and do it mm-hmm. again read it again you know that mental work um like one of the biggest things i do i use my old redneck roots to describe it as you know we're gonna we're gonna create a little you know um bush trail path quad trail whatever you want to call mm-hmm. between the conscious and subconscious mind mm-hmm. get that connection and we got to go in there every once in a while and, and trim back the brush that's growing in to keep yeah. that connection there One of these lessons I do, uh, is a forgiveness exercise. I have one for yourself and then one for other people, um, people, places and things that you have a negative attachment to because Mm -hmm. holding on to negativity does not help us in any way. Um, now we can use it for fuel to the fire. Um, but dwelling on it is never going to help and having a negative attachment on it is never going to help. Again, you can use it, you can keep it, but you got to put a positive in there. So what I look at again, backing up to saying you know every adversity has a seed of equivalent or greater success Mm -hmm. so I look I say to my clients no everything let's list list out right out everything that's done you wrong every person every event what good came from it which Mm -hmm. is tough to see sometimes and I'm I'm, you know I deal with people who've been raped um who've had their parents killed in in, you know communist countries Mm -hmm. um pretty fucking hard sometimes to to come up with that and sometimes the first thing that you're going to come to is just the that I know I don't want that my life Mm -hmm. and that's fine for now right and you'll get to a point where you discover what really came from it and what you do in this process is okay I forgive the bad not that I condone what happened but understand that it was part of the universe's plan Mm -hmm. and that this seed this flower over here came from it and that was the plan Mm -hmm. that's where the universe was going so forgive the negative and take the Positive, embrace that, close your eyes for 60 seconds and think about that positive that you gain, force a smile because that's going to really connect with the mind in such a different manner for your energy and implant that memory for 60 seconds with that smile to the event. Mm -hmm. And for me, one of the biggest things that I didn't know um, until I sabotaged my second relationship that I was like, why did I just do that? Discovered my dad leaving. Mm -hmm. His three children moving to a different city uh, um, different province, um, really affected me and gave me a fear of abandonment. Yeah. Um, and so going through that exercise, I had to do that over and over and over. It took me about a year doing it every month until I actually really succeeded in that portion of my old man leaving and letting go of that negativity. Now I don't agree with what he did, mm-hmm. um, at all, but yeah. I know it was part of the universe because when he left that ended up making me an overly involved father Mm -hmm. i do these date nights Mm -hmm. with my daughter all the time i'll never leave her Mm -hmm. and it created those memes yeah millions and millions there's about five memes that have gone totally viral millions of people have seen them the messages i've got. the impact it's made Mm -hmm. so now when i look at my dad leaving i smile i'm excited i look at how much came from that adversity Mm
2: -hmm.
1: i don't agree with what he did but i know i was part of the universe's plan
2: yeah
1: and that just so much blossomed from that and and honestly, those were fruits that I got to enjoy. I still enjoy right now. And so many other people get to enjoy it.
0: Mm-hmm. All right.
1: I'm out here giving away these golden kiwis who got sitting in front of us pretty mm-hmm. well. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, absolutely. Yeah. There's there's always gifts and blessings in all of the darkness. You just have to be mm-hmm. willing to see
1: it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You have to be willing to see it, yeah. to look for it, to search for it mm-hmm. and to hold on to it yeah. and to grow from it. Yeah, yeah you have to. If you yeah. Most people aren't willing to look
0: yeah mm-hmm. and and you have to be willing mm-hmm.
1: like mm-hmm. they want to get in that just that uh oh what's the words off off top of my tongue but um you know just that loser's mindset like that oh woe was me right yeah, like, the victim, uh, victim mind there you go victim yeah. mindset yeah yeah you know we, we actually have the junior patriots boot camp now i started right we're second week we just had last night with, mm-hmm. so what that is is just getting kids over to the house here to work out in the backyard, do a bunch of sports, um, mixed in some hard couple hard stations, do an obstacle course. And every once in a while I yell at them to drop and give me 10. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, one thing I express to them, as you said, every boot camp, I always have a message to share, often repetition as well, right? Because mm-hmm. that's what you need to hear things repetition. Yeah, it's the simple thing. Is everybody's looking for the secret answer. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you the secret answer is uh gratitude. Purpose and hard right. work. You put those together. And that is uh, that's where happiness comes from. True self-care is doing the work, not uh sitting back in your bathtub and having freaking muffins and wine and stuff. Mm-hmm. That's that's a good sometimes, <laughs> but um, true self-care yeah. is doing the work. And you know, I was expressing to the children yesterday they were playing uh just a couple of games and I was walking around. I'm like, are you guys keeping score? Like, Make sure you're keeping score. There's winners and there's losers. This whole participation award uh, yeah. is not doing uh, society any good, right? There's no. winners and losers, kids. And when you lose, learn from it and just come back stronger
2: mm-hmm.
1: and come and win and come to try to win. And might, yeah. you, might, you might never win in that regard at whatever you're doing, because whoever you're up against is just that much better. But guess what? You will win inside. Mm -hmm. that you knew you kept showing up and you did your best yeah right because you're in truthfully competition with yourself Mm -hmm. and in competition with yourself in what we'll say the universe has shown you Mm -hmm. right and don't so that's where i gotta remind myself don't be so hard on yourself sometimes right because you gotta just do your best with what the universe is already showing you right so yeah
0: yeah yeah you know with, within losing, I mean, you can equate that to failures, you can equate that to mistakes, and there's always so, so much good that comes from it. You know, every single time that I've failed, every time I've seen my clients fail, make mistakes, like come back into a self-sabotaging pattern or something, mm-hmm. as long as you have the ability to look at yourself and and make those adjustments and grow from it there's Mm no there there's no bad mistakes there's Mm -hmm. no bad failures and i mean even with yourself like your your journey i mean yes you were in jail when you were younger and you made a lot of mistakes but again you've grown from it and you've been Mm. able to take those life experiences and now serve in a deeper way and even with even you had mentioned earlier with the fact that the, the police are now coming in and ticketing you because of these boot camps and everything, um, and because you're standing up and speaking out for freedom, um, you know you have the the ability and the knowledge on how to handle yourself, and you have that that thicker skin now, and the just again that ability to to guide people and and be strong in the face of that because of the experiences you had. Had you not gone through that, maybe you wouldn't be standing up the way that you are.
1: Hundred percent, yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Is is really right on that front. Mm -hmm. You know, it's um, it's actually just having this conversation every day. It's it's a wisdom gained, and I don't know if wisdom is necessarily the best description for it from learning the hard way because I feel true wisdom, true wisdom, is it comes from you following your intuition, not having. To do those hard mm-hmm. lessons, right? Because yeah. that all my life, my intuition was telling me that's wrong, that's mm-hmm. right. Go do that. Don't do that. Yeah, we get so used to just slapping that around and yes. saying, "Shut up!" I'm doing this, yeah. and then that that intuition, your voice inside, your other self, if you want to say, it gets timid, and it gets the voice gets quieter and quieter and quieter mm-hmm. and quieter and quieter, and amongst all the Noise in life, the bills, the co-parenting, the children, the what's going on in the world right now, mm-hmm. it's so hard to hear your intuition. And that's why I'm yeah. massive on gratitude exercises, mm-hmm. right? Starting your day, writing out, as you see behind me here in the house here, writing out six things you're grateful for every morning, and just sitting with that for a second and having one of them, the fact you get to wake up alive. Yeah. You know, you hear me say probably quite a few times now. Anybody asks me how I'm doing, I tell them it's the best damn day of my life. Mm-hmm. And I say that every day. And that's actually something I got from my first landscaping client. Mm-hmm. Rob Gray was probably one of my first mentors, real mentors. And actually I should have taken more advantage of that. Um, and he said that to me. It's mm-hmm. something he says every day and I, I loved it. Just the way it made me feel and I adopted it and I said it for, well, how many years now are we at? Probably 15 years saying it and I I never actually believed it. Mm-hmm. Um, I just loved how it made me feel and, yeah. and people feeling, but then About a year ago, I realized, no, it's so true. Because Mm -hmm. people will be like, well, how can I be better than the day your daughter was born? And I'm like, yeah, no, it was the best day of my life. Because here I am, I have air in my lungs, I'm breathing. And I have all the good memories from yesterday. I have Mm -hmm. that memory of my daughter being born. And I have all the hard lessons learned from yesterday. And I am here today to use them, to enjoy those memories, to enjoy everything i built and take the most of today that I can and become mm-hmm. my best every day. Yep. I have that opportunity every day I wake up. So that's why I wake up and I'm like, congrats, you got another day. Mm-hmm. You know, I use a comparison some people. One of my mentors, Brad Lee, awesome guy. He gave me this where, you know, you ask somebody, now most people, I've only had one person answer the wrong way on this. Uh, wrong. I shouldn't say wrong way, opposite way that I would have it, And I think they're just trying to mess with me. But, you know, you say, hey, mm-hmm. If, uh, if, if you woke up tomorrow morning and I had deposited a million dollars in your account, so Anastasia will ask you, if I, if I just e-transfer yeah. you a million dollars tomorrow morning, mm-hmm. would you wake up excited?
0: I mean, yes.
1: Would you celebrate about that?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Of course. You'd be
1: pretty happy to get a million bucks, yeah. right?
0: Yeah.
1: Okay. Now let's say though, if I told you, Hey, I'm going to transfer you a million dollars tomorrow morning, mm-hmm. but I want you to take this pill right now and in two days, you're not going to wake up.
0: Oh, fuck no, you would do it, right? <laughs> <Fuck> No, no. <laughs> so you would,
1: you would take you would take life over a day of a million dollars, right? Yeah. So if that's the case, so if we know we'd wake up celebrating because we got a million dollars, but we know we take life over a million dollars, why the fuck aren't we waking up every day celebrating that we got a good yeah. day? Yeah. right mm-hmm. and that's a great way to look at life yeah, um, and, and when you wake up in the morning and I that's why I tell my clients get a little sign it was just on a notepad I have one in my room just on a piece of paper on the wall congrats you got another day mm-hmm. so when you wake up it's the first thing you see because you know as humans we get complacent we forget about these things again that's where i was talking about the consistency of reading you know you come across those books that resonate with you read them again read them again read them again mm-hmm. just like the sign right it's easy to forget about that you know yeah. that conversation if you're picking up anything from this podcast Circle back, make notes, make, live with intent, right? Mm-hmm. You got to get somewhere. Well, you don't have to, but you should be trying to get somewhere <laughs> to become your best in life yeah. and it ain't going to just happen. You got to live intentionally, mm-hmm. right? You got to put the work in and having reminders to do so is huge, right? Like I have reminders even from my spiritual experiences. There's a painting in that bathroom from the second time I had God come to me. That means a lot. Um, and it was to remind me of this day and to remind mm-hmm. me of the message that was shared. Yeah. And uh, I look at it and I remember that mm-hmm. it's the butterfly effect, yeah, 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 mm-hmm. that's beautiful, mm-hmm.
2: yeah,
0: mm. yeah, gratitude is so just so powerful,
2: Massively.
0: so so powerful, and um, one thing that I, I always live by as well is you know, you have this day and and make it your best day. And also remember that your best is going to look different day to day.
1: Exactly. Yes. Yes. I speak highly on that. and I'm great. Happy touch point. Exactly. Like your best today might be up here. I have my hand up high and tomorrow it might be down here. Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe because you're feeling ill, maybe, you know, um, just things around you and that's okay. So just show up and do your best. It's one of Dom Miguel's fourth four four agreements Mm is always do your best, right? Be impeccable with your word. Don't think anything personally. Don't make mm-hmm. assumptions and always do your best. Mm-hmm. I tell you, don't make assumptions. That's one of the hardest ones.
2: Yes. Um, and that's where
1: <laughs> always doing your best comes into play too, because you're not always going to be uh, great at not making assumptions. But that's something I've been practicing for about three years now. Um, it's one of the first books I recommend to all my clients. Very short read, you know, a mm-hmm. couple hours, Four Agreements, go Reason. And not don't make assumptions. Jeez, that, if I would have learned that at 18 years old,
2: Mm. the pain
1: that would have saved me the, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the pain and and wrong pass and oh wow um and I and you know and there's a hard divide there too because your gut feeling um is right it speaks to you
2: mm-hmm.
1: and when your gut feelings speak to you it can relate to making assumptions um so there's a hard kind of line to walk there between the two but not making assumptions is really really
0: crucial in life mm-hmm. yeah, yeah yeah absolutely big time yeah and the more that you can work on yourself and the more that you can step back into that observer role and take yourself out of like that cloud of emotion that cloud Mm -hmm. of your triggers Mm -hmm. that cloud of judgment you can then understand people like Mm um i i try not to judge people i mean i Mm -hmm. i do sometimes but i try to catch myself and you know i'll use a, a physical example um but uh I used to judge people based on their bodies. Mm-hmm. I used yeah. to judge them all the time. I'd be like, How could you yeah. let yourself get like that? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. what I realized after doing a lot of work around judgments and stopping and stopping those assumptions is that I wasn't comfortable with myself. Yes, exactly. I I, I hated mm-hmm. my yes. own body. Yes. I couldn't imagine. It's all projection. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and as soon as you can have the ability to take that step back and pull yourself out of mm-hmm. the judgments on others and say, What where am I not accepting this within myself?
1: Precisely. Yeah. Yes that is that's a bomb that's, dropped right there yeah. yes exactly i've experienced that actually with boot camp quite a bit you know yeah. um like i said i've been an individual case very isolated yeah don't let many people in and now here i have you know 500 people coming through every week yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right and they, that changed pretty quickly i think literally you know maybe two maybe 300 people every week i think yeah. we're at right now um and And I got to tell you that in conversation with some of these individuals before they came out to camp and conversing online Mm -hmm. um, or seeing their application come through, I had made a few judgments and um, thought some people weren't uh, the greatest fit or this or that. And then getting to know them, that's where that freedom fire has been amazing sitting with Mm -hmm. them and getting to know them. I was like, ah, it all makes sense. Maybe they're even one just a foreigner, just the way she expresses herself and whatnot. Like just so many things. It's like, don't be so quick to judge Sean, you know, mm-hmm. um, allow people a chance to really show you who they are, show their true colors and people yeah. will, right. And your intuition will tell you, um, but there's a big difference between your intuition and you judging from mm-hmm. insecurities within yourself, yes. uh, past experiences and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah.
0: But, huge. yeah. Judgment mm-hmm. will never feel expansive ever. Mm-hmm. And it mm-hmm. never, it never feels like if you tune into spirit, like it never feels like it's coming from spirit. It always feels like gross and and contracted. Mm -hmm. But when you're actually tuning into your intuition, even if it's telling you like, this isn't the right path for me, your intuition is still gonna like feel expansive. Mm -hmm. It's still gonna show you like, Yes, this might be scary or yes, this might be like a little bit off and I need to trust this, but if I don't trust this over here, Mm. it's, it's going to make me feel contracted. Mm -hmm. It's going to make me feel smaller. It's going to make me like want to step back or, or get angry or get really triggered. So if you're leaning into that angry, triggered, contracted energy, that's not like, that's not your intuition. And it's telling you like, that's, that's not the way to go. You want to have the, the feeling of like being aligned. You want to have that feeling of, of, of expansion. Like this is right. Even if it's, even if it's scary, even if it's, I'm uncertain about things, as long as it feels like it's going to advance you forward as long as it feels like it's going to connect you closer to others connect you closer to God's source spirit universe mm-hmm. like that is the way to go that's how you listen to your intuition and it, and it really is a muscle because mm-hmm. like you said it does get very quiet mm-hmm. and your intuition is typically a whisper. It's mm-hmm. not it's not the thing yelling at you. you know. The thing yelling at you is your ego. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes, yeah. it is yeah yeah less ego more soul. Mm-hmm. Yeah yeah that's yeah. a big one on that standpoint you nailed that it definitely is and you know I've been I I I've been blessed by having one experience where my intuition did yell at me one time Mm -hmm. and it turned me around um, because I was about to go down a path that was completely the wrong path. And luckily it it screamed at me because I I ignored it. I ignored it. I ignored it. Mm -hmm. And then finally 10 minutes later, it's like, turn around. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I did. Yeah. And thankfully um, I did because I don't think I'd be here today if I hadn't.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah yeah and we do get those mm-hmm. those are those are our two by fours to the head or sometimes mm-hmm. yeah the back precisely precisely yes so, yes exactly yeah i definitely mm-hmm. experienced that myself and um that was my kind of call to change what i was doing and then eventually get out of the military and um it, like i had a moment where it was change or die because mm-hmm. and and i don't say that lightly right. i don't say that lightly yep. it was yep. literally change or die right. mm-hmm. and um but there was those catalysts there was those two by fours to the head mm-hmm. those those moments that our intuition yells at us. And we we're almost forced into a choice. Like we can still make the opposite choice, but it's, it's so strong. Like the call to make that change is so strong that it's so hard to ignore it. And, you know, we don't have to get to that point, but in order to not learn lessons the hard way, we do have to learn how to listen to our intuition. We do have to start doing the work um, early. And, you know, I, I actually had a, a Theta Healing um, client come and, and she's 16 years old. And I think it's such a beautiful thing that she's so young and mm. starting this work yeah. so early. Oh, yeah. And it's, it's beautiful because, you know, I look at I look at her and like the things that she was experiencing and, and I see it and I'm like, okay, well, I was experiencing all of that, but I didn't listen. Mm-hmm. I didn't have somebody guiding me. Precisely. I didn't have yeah. like that, all of that knowledge that was at my disposal or disposal, but she's, Allowing herself to take advantage of it. Yeah. Like she's following that call. And, and I that's mean huge. it's it's oh, amazing. Yeah. It's such yeah. a beautiful gift to see. And the mm-hmm. sooner you can start, the sooner you can learn and take responsibility and start this healing work, the the better it will be. And you will not have to learn lessons the hard mm-hmm. way. Exactly. And yeah. then, you don't need to learn hard, you don't no, need to learn the hard way. No, no. and that's mm-hmm. a belief that I I release from my clients all mm-hmm. the time. Mm-hmm. Is I don't have to learn lessons the hard mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. You don't know. Like, I no. used
1: to I used to think that. I used to say it and then that is just manifesting more of it mm-hmm. right we we consistently live up to the standards we set of who we are our limitations so if yeah. you say and i used to say i'm a guy who learns the hard way so guess what i continue to learn the hard way mm-hmm. right and, yeah. and it's it's amazing to see i have had a lot of people reach out to me on social media 16 17 18 year olds and same you know the path looking asking me asking me the right questions and it's been such an amazing thing to see it's like oh only if I was doing that at that age, where would I be mm-hmm. today, right? Yeah. And they're truly following. Like, I, I do believe that we all have a set path in the universe.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and if you go down the wrong way, you're gonna, you know, often do so. And it's just putting it off, right? Well, now you're mm-hmm. gonna get to that destination 10 years later instead of, instead of now um, or yeah. a year from now, right? And, and again, those two by fours have to come at a certain point because yeah. you have to get knocked over. Yeah. That's sometimes why, you know, as I said, um, being a man of God is very new to me. Um, and I had my second, well, first experience August 18th, um, where it was just like, hey, I'm here. Uh, I've been here. And mm-hmm. this is the path for you. Yeah. That was that. Um, again, gave me some names for that night. It was very clear like, holy smokes, that was so real. And then on uh, my birthday, January 1st or the New Year's Eve, I had my second experience that mm-hmm. made me drawn to Christianity, um, a presence that felt um, a presence of sacrifice that made me feel um, as Jesus Christ to, to look down that path. So mm-hmm. since then, I've been studying and I'm very interested in studying all religions. Um, yeah. And I'm not completely set. I have taken Jesus Christ as my savior. But at the same time, I have questions to ask. I have you know thoughts of things that don't line up with christianity um, intuitively i feel drawn to um reincarnation mm-hmm. um, and yeah. what's brought me led me to this conversation is in terms of our purpose and if you don't get it done and can't complete your mission you come back and in a different form to complete it mm-hmm. until you do and if you're an asshole you'll come back as a cat <laughs> 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 that's something that's intuitively I had inside me, right? And that's why I'm asking yeah. questions and and, mm-hmm. and diving further into things. You know, we've actually we had a uh, um, our first Freedom Fire, which is every second Saturday, right, where you can come do some asteroid barbecue, and whatnot. And mm-hmm. In that evening, um, I try to really keep off my phone for those events, just to really be in the moment and uh, let other people kind of take the charge on that. And there is an individual we're sitting around the fire, probably. 2 3 a.m somebody said sean take a picture of this moment i was like no no it's okay i don't want to um i do take a picture so i stood up and took a picture and i posted it the next day on my story and we realized that holy smokes there was a massive green cloud behind the individual playing guitar Mm
2: -hmm.
1: and then one of the guys from camp very spiritual individual that studies all religions also saw something in the fire Mm -hmm. um it was actually matched i can't remember the um you do tarot cards i believe right it was the king King of fire or something i can't remember what the name he used for it but yeah and and this this thing behind this woman was not like any like there was no mistaking it for some light flash or anything like that it was Mm -hmm. massively behind her Mm -hmm. and um you know he's pressed he's like i believe that was your coronation spirit will be completely selfless they mm-hmm. you know, really lined up, in the synchronicity, like I said, that we were feeling all over. And of course, yeah. it's just speculation. And we, know, if we all seek answers and, mm-hmm. and are curious to find out more and, and feel what's right, and that's where you know you just you gotta go with what the universe is showing you, and do your best with it. And when yeah. you're ready, it'll show you more.
0: Right? Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And keep in mind as well that you know each and every one of us, and I, I truly believe this, we have the ability to connect to spirit. We have the ability to receive messages to Mm -hmm. see things and and we're born with that innate ability some some of us are uh we need to develop it more Mm -hmm. as we go some of us are born with it and then kind of put it down and forget about it and then it's a it's a um a path of remembering Mm -hmm. but we all have that ability and, and some of us use those gifts in everyday life like that's something that. I'm I do all the time and you know I've I've my myself I've had really beautiful experiences and and I connect with loved ones from the other side Mm -hmm. and I Mm -hmm. I channel spirit all the time Mm -hmm. and and the messages that come through like I will listen back to them sometimes Mm -hmm. and they're not me Mm -hmm. I mean my my voice is speaking but they're not me and it's the the wisdom that comes through sometimes it it even teaches me and it's and it's really beautiful and you know you you mentioned like past life or reincarnation Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. and I've worked with my clients and and done past life healing and there's there's experiences and things that come through that it's it's undeniable that there's there's something bigger out there oh yeah. yeah yeah absolutely
1: yeah you know when I First had that uh, again, August eighteenth. That first experience, I mm-hmm. said, uh, I'm not telling anybody about this. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I felt crazy to a point, right? And I, but then the second, the second time, the confirmation, I was like, okay, no, this is like I, I have to share this. And mm-hmm. in the process of doing so, and I've shared in depth on how um, those messages are channelled to me, and I've heard um, others share the same. Um, similar but in different ways that they receive uh, messages from mm-hmm. greater powers that's been quite quite an interesting yeah. um, discovery journey um conversations mm-hmm. that we've had yeah yeah mm-hmm.
0: yeah and be open exactly be open precisely be
1: open to it yeah be yeah. open yeah exactly. don't judge
0: what comes through
1: no no that's exactly yeah 100 yeah. absolutely yeah yeah,
0: yeah. And everybody receives messages in different ways. Some mm-hmm. people are very visual, so they'll see mm-hmm. things. Some people will hear things. Some mm-hmm. people just get knowings. Mm-hmm. Other people feel things. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. don't don't judge how it comes Precisely. through, and yes. don't compare yourself to others. Exactly. As soon as you get into comparison, you start shutting yourself off Precisely. because you're like, "I'm not good enough. I Precisely. can't possibly do yes.
1: this." Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah. So for me, I've had I'll um, you know, share how I get my messages. I've I've had a uh, something that bothered me. Almost all my life, and mm-hmm. I, I labeled it as being music illiterate.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: you know, I was one of the only kids growing up that wasn't watching MTV. Uh, music never clicked with me. I love it, I love the, the melody, the beat, the, the energy I feel from it, but I can't hear the words, mm-hmm. I cannot hear the lyrics. And that's where I was drawn more to country music
2: because mm-hmm. it's slower. Yeah. And you yeah.
1: know, there's uh, one song I use, for example, uh, dirt road anthem by jason aldean Mm -hmm. really simple song besides like one verse three speaking a little quicker but very very clear to hear i probably listened to that song ten thousand times driving you know i do a lot of driving um and i still only knew like a couple words Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden again when the student was ready teacher presented himself Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden my hair stands completely up yeah and i hear music clear as day um and it's a message um, yeah. very very clear very vividly and it's like i said it's led me um to even sharing names like it's it's been um, not just the music too it's been even a connection inside um even further on that and again like i said there is that confirmation where i had five names shared with me mm-hmm. there's one individual i haven't been able to connect with on a matter but that night saved a few people from committing suicide yeah. and uh, took another guy out of addictions and he's now actually started an addiction counseling i guess just absolutely wild and so now when i feel that mm-hmm. sometimes my hair will just stand up and i hear yeah. music i just hear it like boom here's a message Sean. yeah and it's, it's quite something it's a guide right yeah absolutely. and everybody and, and relating that um information to people i've heard of different ways that people mm-hmm. get, get messages with guys, vivid images, Yeah, you know, you know, different things. So it's been quite an experience. Yeah. And as I've opened up to it more, I'm finding more people that are connected in that manner. And it's mm-hmm. been bringing us together. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's really cool. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah.
1: And again, a year ago, I would have uh, been listening to this podcast and would have shut it off already. One of these people are crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and, and without a doubt now I I'm completely on the opposite side of that fence now. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, well, mm-hmm. Little plug, you can learn a lot from my podcast. Got 78 episodes that you can listen be, to. It. I'm gonna be diving
1: through absolutely. I look forward to it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's one thing, you know, we were chatting about <laughs> falling off and stuff. Like, um, you know, I've been in my absolute best health the last year and a half, really taking it to another degree. And I started this boot camp seven weeks ago. Um, you know, just before I started my kitchen flooded out, we're sitting just a few feet from it, and I did the tear out, and then I started boot camp and I have, I've, and I don't want to say I haven't had the time because that's selling myself bullshit. You know, we, we sell ourselves so much bullshit.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: I just added a lot on my plate and I decided to give here. So I didn't put the kitchen back together yet. I've been <laughs> doing dishes in my bathtub for the last two months, which is <laughs> something else. I can't <laughs> believe I've been doing that. <laughs> and, uh, I've like my health go. I haven't been working out. You know, I, I haven't been eating like I normally do. I've lost you know, almost 20 pounds of, of probably mostly muscle that I, you know, pride myself in being a larger bill for my frame right mm-hmm. and I, I enjoy that so it's uh, it's a fall right um but it's for good reason i can see it and it's just shortening that gap on the falls that we have you know mm-hmm. if uh, i've heard an analogy that i can't even paraphrase on this because i don't know anything about sports but it's in terms of golf and like your your difference in shots or whatever but it's you know when you fall you're going to say let's say you have a month where you completely fall off and then the more times you do that you'll shorten that gap up to a week and then shorten that gap up to a couple days then then shorten that gap up just to a fucking hour right like gets to that point where you just built yourself up so much from experience or listening to your intuition either or both combined that you don't let those happen for very Mm -hmm. long yeah right and that's where i'm at right now just okay yeah, let's, let's figure the schedule out. Let's button things back up, get yeah. back on health, get into that point because true happiness, you know, the equation of happiness is gratitude, discipline, and purpose. Being grateful for what you have,
2: mm-hmm.
1: being disciplined and what you do, and doing it with purpose and in line with your purpose. And obviously, it takes some time to find that. And I'll tell you, if you're looking for your purpose, there's a success equation I utilize where you write out your 10 top passions. Then write out your 10 biggest talents and then ask a few people who know you well, if you have anybody, what they think your top talents are and your top passions are. Now try to get that down to one or three on each side. Mm-hmm. Combine them and what falls under that umbrella, yeah. right? And that somewhere lies your purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, might take some further searching, going yeah. down different paths <laughs> down, but that is yeah. where it's at. And then truly just doing the best with what you have
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, and, and doing what you say you're going to do. That's why I'm a huge advocate yes. of. I'll give a plug for Seventy Five Heart. I'm a huge advocate of it. Andy Frasilla's program. One of my mentors. Absolutely love that guy. And you know what's funny about Andy Frasilla? First time I heard him, um, he has a podcast. He has two podcasts now. Um, the NF the CEO Project, the motherfucking CEO, uh, was his first one. Three hundred episodes that I suggest everybody listen to. Mm. And now he has the Real AF, which is more. He he decided that his mission was done with the project, and now he has more personal podcasts where they talk mm. about ongoing issues and stuff but the mfco yeah. project was 300 episodes of life lessons mm. and, and when i first listened to it i remember i was like this guy is an egotistical sob shut it <laughs> off after a couple minutes didn't give him a chance yeah And i was drawn back to him and it changed my life mm. uh, massively and then he has a program 75 heart which is all about doing what you say you're going to do Mm-hmm. and that's where confidence comes from the memory of winning right and the memory of doing what you say you're going to do following okay. through with your word right and that's where people lack so much and i have that's actually my self-forgiveness exercise is forgiving yourself for all the fall, failed promises you make right mm-hmm. we look at people if you look in relation most of us have an individual in our lives that's had a special connection for some reason maybe family or best friend that we ended up really resenting and not liking because mm-hmm. they were a flake yeah we all have that most of us right somebody who just doesn't follow through with what they say
2: mm-hmm.
1: and that builds up right and we don't really like that person well think in terms of yourself how many failed promises have you made to yourself
2: mm-hmm. how many
1: times you said you're gonna start going to the gym or start that new diet or go for the raise or be a better parent or yep. whatever it might be so many thousands and thousands and thousands so inside mm-hmm. between your conscious and subconscious there's a there's a divide there of of a lack of appreciation for yourself a dislike yeah. for yourself because i don't trust what you're, you're saying you're gonna go do this no you're not you're full of shit, Mm -hmm. right? Maybe the odd time you do. So I rewind, we forgive all those, right? Forgive yourself because that's what that friend would have to do to fix that relationship, right? They'd have to, hey, I've been a flake. I'm sorry that I said this and didn't do it. I'm sorry I said all these things and I'm going to show you moving forward that I'm not going to be a flake. Mm -hmm. So that's what we need to do with ourselves. And 75 Hard really does that. You know, it's a, a lot of people see it as just a fitness program. It's not, it's all mental toughness. Mm -hmm. Fitness is just a byproduct of it, right? Because you have, Two separate workouts you do every day, 45 minutes each. It can't be back to back. One has to be outside. Mm
2: -hmm. And we live
1: in Winnipeg. I've done this in minus 50. Um, I've done this program a few times, right? So two workouts a day, you gotta drink a gallon of water every day. You have to read 10 pages of a non um um, of an entrepreneurial book, some kind of self-development, something you're gonna learn from. Mm -hmm. Um, pick a diet and follow it no cheat meals, not a single bite of anything.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Right. And you're done. Di- and this is, it, this works for anybody because you can pick anything you want. You could just do no sugar or something. It's supposed to be really hard, but yeah. the first time I did it, I just did no sugar, no deep fried food. And I suggest people if, if you're holding off because the diet is really strict, just do something a little less strict for the first time. You can hit it mm-hmm. again. Right. And then no alcohol and oh, want a progress picture. That's the one I always fail on. And you know, it's funny. Like I day 40, I've missed a progress picture before and you got to start over. You got to go 75 days with everything. And if you miss anything, you start over. That's what you're—the commitment you make to Mm yourself—and it's—and nobody's holding you accountable. It's just a free program you do to yourself. And right, people like Sean, progress picture, just, just keep going. It's just a picture, dude. No, that's where people fail so big in life because it's a small, mundane task that you need to do every damn day to get where you are Mm
0: -hmm. in life. It
1: looks like the big things that happen that got you there, but no, it's the little things you do every day. And the the purpose of the project, progress picture, is showing up and doing that little thing that you don't want to do. Yeah, exactly. just that or maybe it's not that you don't want to do it. It's Just so it's just such a mundane, such a little thing that you don't maybe take the seriousness of it. So showing up and doing that little thing every day and remembering to do it and remembering to show up for yourself. Mm-hmm. So I'll be starting that again. I think on Monday, actually, my 75 hour right. program, I've been I've been saying that actually the last week. So here I am doing the exact opposite of what I'm promoting on doing what you say you're going to do. I have tried the last week to get going and I, mm-hmm. I got thrown off a little bit. So yeah we'll That's hold you right. to it this yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Monday, Monday's the day we're yeah. going to get going. Maybe do it tomorrow. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, one thing that I, 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 it's a phrase that I like to say, but it's, it's change happens in an instant, but transformation mm-hmm. happens over time. Mm-hmm. So you can make small changes. You can make small choices and you, in every single moment, you have the ability to make a choice. Yeah. You have the ability to correct your direction, redirect, make an, a choice that serves you and um, that serves everyone in the highest and best good. <clears throat> and you have that ability and it's, you, it's your decision to actually take action in alignment with what your goals are, or you can sit back and rest on your laurels. But, <clears throat> every single moment is a choice. And 100%. all of those choices, all of those little changes that you make add up to that mm-hmm. big transformation.
1: Mm-hmm. Wherever you're at in life is yeah. direct reflection of the choices you made.
0: percent And
1: you can cry all you want and try not to admit that, but that is the facts. Yeah people you talk to what you accepted the standards you set, you know what you allowed what you enabled that's what we're seeing in the world right now right mm-hmm. why are we at this segregational point in winnipeg here um and it's it's a lot all over the world as well but manitoba's massive right mm-hmm. why are we here because we yeah. enabled it right yeah. it wasn't just a mask it wasn't just two weeks right yeah. we enabled it and we followed along even though intuitively it was right even though the research right away said the mass doesn't work it's yeah. not going to start stop these particles right and, but we, we just followed along because you know i didn't want to have conflict didn't want to have confrontation you know mm-hmm. i just want to go along to get along i don't want people to look at me as the bad guy right i want a virtue signal wear this in the car now yeah. and outside right this is it, and we're enabling it and that's why we're here at this point right and and unfortunately uh, an assumption i made which again talking about not making assumptions but when this first happened i was like you know what the states won't stand for this canada will though and mm-hmm. and you know were definitely a softer um people in that manner i find um mm-hmm. and it's unfortunate because now we're seeing the effects of it in a lot of people now you know it was a success two years of uh of oppression and now everybody just wants their all that stuff the instant gratification all the stuff they got used to right and they want it back yeah. and they're not thinking about the foundations we're setting for our children yeah and that's why you and i are here doing what we're doing right it's mm-hmm. really thinking about hey no i'm willing to give up everything so we can have hope for them um and the and their children to come all right and and have them understanding that no you have god-given rights and freedoms whether you believe in god or not Mm -hmm. you are here as your own individual and we're here to work together but you are not a slave and -hmm. these individuals do not have control over your body and what goes in it and the say on it Mm -hmm. and you need to understand that and stand up for yourself
0: yeah and the only person that you have responsibility for is yourself. 100%. You are absolutely. not responsible for anybody no. else's actions. Mm-hmm. You're not responsible for their health, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like their
1: happiness, nothing. That's yeah. one of my favorite questions to ask my clients, actually, is, you know, especially those in marriages, your relationships, I say, you know, is your partner responsible for your happiness? And a lot of people, w- when you ask it to them that way, initially they want to say yes, but then they realize, oh shit, I've been so wrong on how to live in my life. Mm-hmm. Everybody looks for happiness in the wrong places because yeah. they don't, they aren't doing the work themselves. Mm-hmm. Right. So they go and, like, oh, it's so much easier for me to um, go and do a few nice things for this person and then get the um, feedback from them that's yeah. going to give me the superficial happiness compared to me doing the hard work on myself and the discipline and the investments. Mm-hmm. I call them investments. A lot of people call them sacrifice. I call them investments. You know, 75 yeah. Harvard are listening to me about doing this. People are like, oh, I can't sacrifice alcohol or is no that's an investment into becoming a much better individual when like yeah. i look at it right Absolutely. so and that's where we see so many people that aren't investing in themselves mm-hmm. so then they take small investments in other people or you know holding their happiness upon getting a car getting that house and these things provide happiness most definitely but not fulfillment not mm-hmm. true happiness fulfilled yeah. within the heart inside yeah. on a purposeful passionate level right mm-hmm. that's your uh, joy yeah exactly right so um, and that's why, you know, I haven't even entertained dating for quite some time because I still have so much work to do inside, mm-hmm. right? And I'm like, you know, I'm not looking to attach that happiness. And me as an individual, I was just talking about this last night, actually, as somebody who's lost their, his license. Um, I have um people who meet me, especially at camp recently, you know, see that and like, oh, you know, I could drive here or there, or drive and be happy, typically women and you know, very nice of them to offer, but I know mm-hmm. it's not coming from a place of selflessness. Yeah. It's coming from a place of want, um, mm-hmm. to do something for me to have something in return, right. They're not going around and asking a bum if he needs to ride somewhere. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it's nice, but I know it's, 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 you know, they kind of that empty looking for that fulfillment or a way to have me drawn to them from doing favors compared to just being mm-hmm. true and, and selfless and, yeah. and showing me who they are. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And we see that a lot in so many fronts. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And you know, the more, disconnected you are from yourself from your own inner joy the more yeah. that you are of course going to look for getting that mm-hmm. happiness getting getting those things from others instead of showing up to serve exactly like mm-hmm. if, if you are if you are offering like to drive somebody somewhere, like mm-hmm. if, or if you're offering to help, if you, were, or if you're doing something, do it because you're, you're wanting to serve from mm-hmm. your deepest heart. Precisely. Yeah. And you know, the more that you serve and, and I, I truly believe this, you know, like right now, I, I know Sean, you, you're kind of putting your business aside, but time, you're, yeah. you're showing up in, in, in service mm-hmm. and that is going to come around. Yeah. That energy of course is going to come around. You're mm-hmm. not doing this to like get donations. You're not doing mm-hmm. this to like, earn money or whatever and there's no of course there's nothing wrong with earning money and working your purpose like you need to do that and you need to accept that and receive that in yourself Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. when you are giving of yourself you're not doing it to get something you're doing it to serve to serve exactly and that was that transition
1: i was talking about last year that happened that week prior to my experience was you know because i always wanted to go over and above i was always wanting to serve people but it was because i knew i was going to get it turn mm-hmm. and then I made that transition where yeah I still want things again like I said I guess a yep. 100 million dollars on muscle <laughs> <and> <laughs> yeah. I love I make love to some yeah. of them <laughs> they're a fine arts <laughs> meet but the service of other is what became priority and I didn't I did it not expecting anything to turn same thing mm-hmm. me putting my business aside right now yeah serving I know that the universe is going to take care of me um mm-hmm. and if get to a point where i'm not well then that's my time to go right yeah. it's my or it's the suffering that i need to face um mm-hmm. and and reflect on where i went wrong yeah um so yeah it's all in good service selfless service is is, mm-hmm. is where it's at 100 but there's you still also have to take care of you um, yeah absolutely and, and you gotta remember that that's where I, i'm at that divide now right it's yeah. like okay you gotta put some structure back in right you gotta make mm-hmm. sure the The money's still going to be there to some degree, right? Make sure your health is still there, spiritually, yeah. mentally, physically. So make sure you have your practices and and keep boundaries up on it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And it's it's about harmonizing everything, mm-hmm. yeah. and it's not about balance. I don't. I hate the word mm-hmm. balance because we're mm-hmm. not we're not trying to make everything no, perfect. It's no. about it's yeah. about harmonizing. Mm-hmm.
1: I like that too. Yeah, because yeah. I, I talk about balance quite a bit, and you know, it definitely is a a, a, a false reality to try to go for it. And many, yeah, f- many friends say, so, you know, yeah, I, it's I guess really run on. on the way you look at it really yeah. that standpoint. Yeah. But I, I hear you're coming on that front. I'm yeah. With me on
0: that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. You need to be able to, to flow in and out of things and understand mm-hmm. that sometimes you're going to put your energy over here, like yeah. 90% and over here, 10%. And then it might switch next week mm-hmm. and it just depends. And And you just have to be able to not judge yourself for how you're spending your energy, mm-hmm. as long as you're doing it in again, the highest and best good. But it, again, it's, where are you, where are you showing up to serve? Where are you also showing up to serve yourself? Um, not just others where you let, allowing yourself to receive and, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. that is one thing about service is that sometimes we get so wrapped up in in serving and helping others that we forget to receive.
2: Yep. Mm-hmm. And
0: and you need to have that in your life as well, because mm-hmm. if you're only giving You're you're not you're like you're pushing everything away, so you have to allow it to come back to you as well, but not expecting it.
1: Precisely, yes, not expecting exactly, exactly being open to receive it, but not expecting it, hundred percent. Yeah, and that's yeah, that's kind of where i was talking the driving and different things that you see. It's like, you know, are you doing that just to be selfless out of true true love and compassion, unconditional love, or are you doing it expecting to receive something in return? And and obviously in a, in a contractual agreement with business or things like that, that's good. Like that is, mm-hmm. yeah, that's how business works, right? I'm going to do this and yeah. this in return, but you have a lot of people like, and I even get this, and this is actually sometimes where I'm called an asshole for, I have people coming like, oh, you know, I did this, this and that, and I'm just not getting it returned. Like I'm really upset about this right now. It's like, well, okay, well, this isn't a business agreement. So why did you do this, this and that? And you're so upset you did it because you were expecting that in return. hmm that person didn't sign up for that. Yeah. Right. That person, they appreciate what you're doing, but they didn't say, Hey, can you do this and I'll do this in return Mm because that's their agreement. Right. Okay. Then that should be done. Right. But you're just coming to somebody and being nice and and doing this or that for them because you're expecting something in return and you never made that agreement with them. Mm -hmm. That is wrong on many levels. Yeah. And, and a lot of people are hurting inside because they're doing that Mm -hmm. and they don't realize like, Oh shit. Yeah. I, you know, I'm, I'm doing this for the wrong reasons and not yeah. understanding how the universe works in that term. Um, yeah. And i am i am stuck in that for a long time. Myself. No, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, even when you think about, even when you think about business, some like people will have calls with you mm-hmm. to see like, is it, is this the right fit? Or like I put out this podcast and there's, mm-hmm. there's probably like 80, 80 hours <laughs> of content on the podcast. And I'm not getting paid for the podcast, Mm -hmm, but at some point, all of this energy that I am putting out to serve others, Mm -hmm. to help you guys as, as you're listening here. And, and like, even this conversation here with you today, Sean, um, this is going to come back. Mm -hmm. It's going to come back. It may not be from one of you listeners. And maybe like you talk to somebody who you refer the podcast Mm -hmm. to, and there's going to be a connection there, but it doesn't necessarily mean it has to come from that person Mm -hmm. that you're dealing with. Mm It's gonna come back somewhere. Mm-hmm. You just have to trust it and allow it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah, yeah. just do your best with what you're showing, right? Yeah, surrender. You know, there's a an audio book that I listened to the other day, um, or other day, two months ago. <laughs> 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 Busy two months. Yeah. And the only audio book I ever listened to back to back, I needed to listen to it again. Um, and it was uh, by Michael A. Singer. He mm-hmm. uh, author of a book that many of your listeners probably of. Have, have, read uh, the untethered soul mm-hmm. which i've read yeah um and then i came across his second book um the surrender experiment and actually mm-hmm. when i was listening to it uh the first time i didn't even realize it was michael a singer the guy who wrote untethered soul
2: yeah
1: um and i actually have pulled a few points from the untethered soul in my um teachings for um your inner voice and whatnot you know mm-hmm. you hear me talk a lot about that at camp between yeah. your little bitch voice and your boss voice <laughs> yeah um and but Michael A. Singer's the, the amazing. And I don't want to ruin it, uh, the story for you guys, so I'll just touch base on it quickly. But he he decides to make an agreement um, to surrender to the universe no matter mm-hmm. what and do his best.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: meaning surrender, meaning going against the voice inside his head on what he wants and surrendering to what the universe presents with him. Yeah. And it is a wild, wild story on what this guy goes through. And I mean, like he like just to give you an instant he buys a, a property that he just wants to meditate on and be by himself and then somebody comes along and wants to build a house on it and that's the that, that opposite of what this man wants to do but he's like i gotta surrender to the universe he literally helps this individual build this house on his property and so many other things it's it's crazy so that is something that's been presenting to me quite a bit it's just mm-hmm. surrender to the universe and yeah. do your absolute best yeah don't take on anything unless you're willing to do your best with it mm-hmm. give it your all Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And that's why I live intentionally. You know, I live life backwards. Um, There's actually another book, I think it's called that live life backwards. I read a decade ago Mm -hmm. that really changed my outlook on life. Just think it through the end, right? Um, You know, live life backwards intentionally. Like, where do I want to go? What's the purpose? Where do I want to end up? What kind of individual do I want to be? You know, Tony mm-hmm. Robbins has the rocking chair test, uh, rocking chair, um, whatever you want to call it, rocking chair test. Let's say where, you know, you picture yourself rocking back and forth on your porch as a 90 year old man or woman or 80, whatever you're, however old you want to be until you die. 150. Uh, 150, whatever, <laughs> whatever works for you. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, reflect on the things that you didn't do, that would like think about the things you want to do right now and then reflect, you know, on your rocking chair there. And yeah. are you okay not doing them or would you feel massive regret? Mm. Think about, I'm like, would I be okay if I didn't do that? And I'm coming to the end of my days. Right. And then also think about like, who do you want to be? What do you want to be known for That's why I love the eulogy exercise that I do on a monthly or, or a couple month basis with my clients. Right. Yeah. You know, what do people say at your funeral about you uh, right now and who you are? No filter. I'll show you a lot of things that you might want them to say. Um, And uh, so living life backwards, you know, what do you, what do you really want to accomplish? And who do you want to be? Okay, Mm -hmm. so that's where I want to be in 50 years. What what kind of milestone would it be in 30 years, and then in 20 years, and then 10 years, and five years, and one year? Okay, and then what are the critical tasks that I need to do every single day to get there? Mm -hmm. And then just focus on the day. Yeah. One day at a time. Focus on one day at a time. Put your head up every three months to reflect. Am I going the right way? Am I doing the right things? Have mm-hmm. I been doing them? And document it. That's why I have my battle list, yeah. right? I have my five critical tasks that I have to do every day mm-hmm. to get to my goals. This is beyond business and stuff. These are critical tasks to become that individual I want to become.
2: Mm-hmm. And I
1: cross them out every day as I say, get it. And if I get all five done, that day was a win. If I only got four and a half done, that day was a loss. Now people are like, well, loss. Well, yeah, obviously I still got stuff done, but it's not executing to my full performance and my best, right? Mm-hmm. It's not doing my absolute best, but if I get all five done, it's the absolute best.
2: Yeah.
1: And then that helps me live intentionally and get where you want to go. You know, when we had this whole pandemic happen a year and a half ago, I had so many people kind of me and say, yeah, Sean, I'm with you. Like, this is so wrong. I'm against this. And I like, are you, are you really, have you thought about it that far? Cause I live life backwards and I live intense, I don't ever say anything unless I truly mean it. Yeah. So have you thought about it when you can't travel anymore? When you can't go to your restaurants anymore? When you can't go to concerts? When you can't go to your sporting events? When you can't work at your job anymore? When your family hates you for it?
2: Mm -hmm.
1: When you're so broke for two, three, four years and they got million dollar lotteries if you just jump ship?
2: Yeah.
1: Are you still there at that point? Right. Because I am. I've thought about that. Mm-hmm. I'm willing to give my life for what we're doing right here. Right. Yeah. I've set it up. So this boot camp keeps going. If I get put in jail for a year, two years, 10 years, whatever it might be, if they hide me in the system, anything, right. This is, I thought about it all the way. I had a conversation with my daughter before I started on this, Hey, this is what we're going to do. What dad needs to do is a calling for it. And here's the potential outcomes. Mm-hmm. 10% identify them. Yeah. 90% of my time now on solutions
0: mm-hmm.
1: and live intentionally. Right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And you're showing up in your, your best self.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and I you said that changes from day to day.
0: Exactly. Right. Exactly.
1: Right. Right now I'm super hungry. So I'm, i get the, the <laughs> hunger levels getting up. So maybe it's not my, my <laughs> absolute best. I've had a full tummy or whatever, you know, like, it changes how hundred percent, right. Yeah. But show up and do your best on what that is for the day yeah, yeah. at that single second. And and keep doing that and just win every day that you can keep yeah. track of it, be able to evaluate on what you're doing, who you are, where it's coming from. And are you aligning your purpose? And are you doing good? Right. Mm-hmm. And, and you could be hated by everybody and still be doing good. So don't let other people's opinions of you make that reflection. Yeah. Take them into account, but it's not the uh, deciding factor.
0: Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I, I think too, that focus on who you're being like, that's, that's really what your purpose is because mm-hmm. what you do is not as important as who you are mm-hmm. being precisely yes, you know, yes people think that figuring out your purpose is like what what am i supposed to do mm-hmm. with my life no it's who are you being yes precisely. because yes. i mean if i take away my life coaching and, and energy healing i'm still going to be a healer a helper mm-hmm. a guide a teacher that's that's part of who i am in exactly. every moment and that's always been who yeah. i am
1: yeah, yeah. so what we're doing here who are you, boot being? Camp, you know like yeah. my business aside but still doing that it's yeah. exactly yeah. who are you being be you yeah. And, and do it to your best ability
0: mm-hmm. with what
1: you've been showing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And then you'll be showing
0: more now mm-hmm. when you're ready. So, Sean, I'm curious. Do you have any last words for our listeners or any last guidance, mm. advice, anything? Mm. Well, I think yeah. we
1: touched base on quite a bit. Oh, I we think, did. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was, you know, definitely just be you. Be a bold individual regardless of the crowd. Just don't be scared to stand out front. And make sure you're reflecting and you keep your ego in check. All things we covered already, but really just be you and embrace yourself. And, you know, don't worry about how many likes your pictures get or how much feedback you get from just know that you have the best intentions and you're embracing your authentic self and put it out there. You need Mm -hmm. to put yourself out there. Mm -hmm. And in terms of what we're seeing in the world today, take a damn stand, stand up. Um, What's happening is not right um, there is evil behind it. It's not good. Whether it's just money driven or depopulation it is not right. We see this every year with influenza. Um, this it, is absolutely mm-hmm. ludicrous. And what's being done right now is very scary. We're going down a very, very bad path and mm-hmm. we need everybody to unite, stand up right now and do not enable anything. You know, if you know, this is all wrong and until you feel it and you're putting a mask on right now to go to the beer store or to go to a restaurant, stop you're enabling it. And I I appreciate all of you out there who are against this and who have positions of service where you need to wear a mask, our educators, you know, our our doctors and people that are taking care of our people where we need them to do so. And I appreciate you for doing that. But in terms of areas where you do not need to be doing that, stop. Mm -hmm. That's how we've gotten here. Stop. Show people that we will not stand for it show businesses that they can open up if you're a business owner and you are running at half capacity or anything stop just go full throttle be a bold individual stand up for yourself yeah you're going to get some backlash from the government I can tell you that stuff's not going to stick Mm -hmm. hold your ground and stand true and connect with me I'd be happy to help you out in any kind of area you can reach me at Mm -hmm. thevikingondemand.com you can put an email request in I'd be happy to support you any way that I can
0: perfect and yeah. you are sean j zimmer on yeah instagram. yeah
1: s-h-a-u-n j zimmer is that I-M-M-E-R? yeah sean j zimmer on instagram yeah we'll see how long that account lasts yeah <laughs> but you can go to the vikingondemand.com and i have my daily email there you can register for and my social media links are on there so if my account does get deleted we will get the new account up on there so
0: you can always find me at Demand.com. yeah perfect perfect well thank you so much sean for this interview today it was incredible and it was so good to talk to you on a deeper level mm-hmm. and, yes um, yes
1: it was great i yeah. appreciate you i'm looking yeah. forward to the next time we'll do it again yes
0: absolutely, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that'd sure. be amazing for sure for and sure. uh for all of you listening um i'll have all of the links in the show notes so that you can connect with sean and uh Yeah, definitely reach out to him. Let him know what you thought of the episode. Mm -hmm. And if you have questions, need support, please reach out to him and reach out to myself. And uh, we'll see you on the next episode. All
1: right, all right, all right.
0: (laughs) Thank you for joining me today on the Soul Service Podcast. If you love what you heard, I would be over the moon if you would share this episode with your friends and leave me a five-star review and subscribe over on iTunes. I wanna help as many people as I can, and I can't do it without your support. I'll see you on the next episode.